This story isn't my own. This is my mother and aunt's experience. My grandparents had taken my mom and my aunt to a sleepover when they were young. My grandparents were your traditional Hispanic people, so when they went to drop off my mom and aunt, they stayed for a while talking to the parents of the girl who was throwing the sleepover. Let's call her Janet. Janet had a little sister who she shared a room with. Let's call her Mari. There were about eight girls there in total. It was around 10 p.m. when Janet said that they have to sit in a circle to play a board game. Time passed, and eventually it was 11 p.m. To paint the picture, the girls were sitting in a circle, and Janet and Mari were in the section of the room with a corner behind them, and my aunt and mother were in front of them. While playing the game, my aunt started to notice something behind Janet and Mari. It looked like a little girl. She had on a white dress that was grimy and dirty, and had long black hair and long fingernails, almost like the girl in The Grudge. My aunt was frozen in fear, and was unsure if it was just her who was seeing the girl. She started whispering my mom's name and asked, You see her too, right? Please tell me you see her in the corner of the room. Trying not to make a scene, she kept a smile on her face while asking this. My mother looked at the corner slowly, trying to make it seem like everything was normal. My mother was horrified by what she saw and froze just like my aunt had. The girl that was behind Janet and Mari had now shown her face. Her eyes were very wide and bloodshot. Her mouth was sewn together and her smile was so wide the stitches started to tear. My mom and aunt screamed at the top of their lungs and asked Janet and Mari who the girl behind them was. Janet and Mari turned to the corner and then looked back at my mom and aunt, and Mari responded, Oh, you mean Lilla? Then Janet explained, Oh, don't mind her. She just stands there. She always appears at 11. Don't worry, she'll be gone by 3 a.m. My mom and aunt, followed by the other girls, screamed once again and ran out of their room. Thankfully, my grandparents were still there, and once my mom and aunt told them what happened, they rushed them into the car and drove away as fast as they could. You may ask why my grandparents just believed them and took off without questioning them to see if they were lying. Well, a few years later, my mother asked them why they believed them so easily. Their response was, while we were talking to Janet and Mari's parents, they started acting strange. They started talking with their mouths closed. When they started talking that way, it was the same time y'all came out of the room screaming and describing how the little girl looked. Hence why we didn't even question y'all and rushed y'all out of there. My mom and my aunt never visited Janet and Mari ever again, or even played with them outside. My grandparents moved my family to a different neighborhood within the next two weeks. One of my mom's old friends reached out to her. And as they were catching up, talking about their childhood, my mom's friend brought up Janet and Mari. She told my mother that after we moved away, Janet and Mari stopped coming to school and going outside to play. Their grandparents went to check up on the family because they hadn't heard from Janet and Mari's parents either. No one answered the door, so their grandparents called the police. What they saw was horrific. Janet and Mari's parents were found dead with stab wounds on their wrists and ankles and knives left in their foreheads with maggots inside. Janet and Mari were gone. I believe they are still missing. They would be about in their 40s, 
so they are either dead or in hiding because they could possibly be the ones who killed their parents. You could choose not to believe this story. It's really up to you. But the way my mom told me this story wasn't something I felt like she was joking about. This story isn't my own. This is my mother and aunt's experience. My grandparents had taken my mom and my aunt to a sleepover when they were young. My grandparents were your traditional Hispanic people, so when they went to drop off my mom and aunt, they stayed for a while talking to the parents of the girl who was throwing the sleepover. Let's call her Janet. Janet had a little sister who she shared a room with. Let's call her Mari. There were about eight girls there in total. It was around 10 p.m. when Janet said that they have to sit in a circle to play a board game. Time passed, and eventually it was 11 p.m. To paint the picture, the girls were sitting in a circle, and Janet and Mari were in the section of the room with a corner behind them, and my aunt and mother were in front of them. While playing the game, my aunt started to notice something behind Janet and Mari. It looked like a little girl. She had on a white dress that was grimy and dirty, and had long black hair and long fingernails, almost like the girl in the grudge. My aunt was frozen in fear and was unsure if it was just her who was seeing the girl. She started whispering my mom's name and asked, You see her too, right? Please tell me you see her in the corner of the room. Trying not to make a scene, she kept a smile on her face while asking this. My mother looked at the corner slowly, trying to make it seem like everything was normal. My mother was horrified by what she saw and froze just like my aunt had. The girl that was behind Janet and Mari had now shown her face. Her eyes were very wide and bloodshot. Her mouth was sewn together and her smile was so wide the stitches started to tear. My mom and aunt screamed at the top of their lungs and asked Janet and Mari who the girl behind them was. Janet and Mari turned to the corner and then looked back at my mom and aunt, and Mari responded, Oh, you mean Lilla? Then Janet explained, Oh, don't mind her. She just stands there. She always appears at 11. Don't worry, she'll be gone by 3 a.m. My mom and aunt, followed by the other girls, screamed once again and ran out of their room. Thankfully, my grandparents were still there, and once my mom and aunt told them what happened, they rushed them into the car and drove away as fast as they could. You may ask why my grandparents just believed them and took off without questioning them to see if they were lying. Well, a few years later, my mother asked them why they believed them so easily. Their response was, while we were talking to Janet and Mari's parents, they started acting strange. They started talking with their mouths closed. When they started talking that way, it was the same time y'all came out of the room screaming and describing how the little girl looked. Hence why we didn't even question y'all and rushed y'all out of there. My mom and my aunt never visited Janet and Mari ever again, or even played with them outside. My grandparents moved my family to a different neighborhood within the next two weeks. One of my mom's old friends reached out to her, and as they were catching up, talking about their childhood, my mom's friend brought up Janet and Mari. She told my mother that after we moved away, Janet and Mari stopped coming to school and going outside to play. 
Their grandparents went to check up on the family because they hadn't heard from Janet and Mari's parents either. No one answered the door, so their grandparents called the police. What they saw was horrific. Janet and Mari's parents were found dead, with stab wounds on their wrists and ankles and knives left in their foreheads with maggots inside. Janet and Mari were gone. I believe they are still missing. They would be about in their 40s, so they are either dead or in hiding because they could possibly be the ones who killed their parents. You could choose not to believe this story. It's really up to you. But the way my mom told me this story wasn't something I felt like she was joking about. <laughs> 